Hey there, guys. How are you today? I am so excited because you're going to get to meet one of my dear, dear friends. Um, she's a little crazy. She's super cool. She's not only an opera star, but she's also the owner and CEO of Dating with Confidence. And really today, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be eavesdropping on a conversation that Raika and I are having because we haven't gotten to talk in forever. And the thing is, is that when we started, we started to talk just recently and I said, you've got to be on the podcast because I, even for people, A, I mean, if someone's single, they really need to talk to you right now because it's like when we're recording this is during the whole pandemic thing going on. And so like, it's super important for you to be talking about dating and how to meet people and all those things. But if you've already met someone, what if they're sitting at home in the other room and you're tapping your fingers on the desk going, when are they going to head back to their office? Hey there, Kelly Howard here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Fit is Freedom podcast. Each week, we look at the habits, mindset, motivation multipliers, and accountability shortcuts that help you create the energy, confidence, and freedom you need to reach your fitness dream. Whether you're up-leveling your fitness or hiking a mountain, I'm here to help. So thank you so much for being here. And remember, fit is our superpower. Welcome, Raika. How are you today? Oh my gosh, I'm good. I love being here with you. You know, you know, you know, we could just like talk forever. Right, right. And we have, right? we have, trust us. Right. <laughs> so any, any excuse to talk to you is like fun time. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. So I just want to ask first, like for my people who are out there who are single, like my heart's breaking because I'm thinking this has got to be the hardest time in the world to be dating and meeting and so on and so forth. I mean, what are you telling people right now? Well, I tell them that, on, so yes, on the surface, it looks like it's a really bad time for dating. But if we, uh, you know, every pers perspective has a flip side, right? Like, right. you know that, like you're, you're like a master at that. So um, if you look at this time, it's actually a pretty historical time. And if there was like a history of dating in mankind kind of thing, right? Because this is the, the, like, this is the only time, well, hopefully it will never <laughs> repeat itself again, but this is the only time, at least in, um, since digital dating has been added to the plethora of ways to meet each other, that the only way to meet a person is through online dating. There is no confusion around Ooh. it. Like you want to date, you know exactly where to go. It's kind of like you want water, you go to the water. <laughs> you don't say like, where do I get the water? You know what I mean? It's like, well, right. does it come from here? It's like, you know exactly where to go. Like, you know where to go to the bathroom. Same thing. This is like the only way to find dates. You have to go online because it's the safest way to do it. And hopefully you are still practicing, you know, physical distance. I don't like to call it social distancing. because, like you and I are physically away, but we're totally socializing right now. And so, you know, it's, it, that is very unique. And it's something that I think a lot of, uh, it's a huge opportunity that a lot of uh, singles are missing out on because they're, they're thinking there's 
that because they can't see each other, then therefore they can't date. The other thing that's really unique about this time is that, you know, I mean, I obviously work with women, but this goes for men or women, you know, um, you know, women's one of, one of women's biggest fear is like men want nothing but sex, you know? And one of men's fear is like, well, women only want to use me for money. And you know, that's what they want. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. They're off the both, table. <laughs> both of those things are off the table. Like you don't have to worry. And if a guy doesn't bother to communicate with you, or if a woman doesn't bother to continue, well, there you go. Like it's so easy. It's like, okay, next. Right. Wow. I hadn't Isn't thought about cool? that. Huh? Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. That is true. Yeah. So I think what it comes down to then is how do I go about online dating so that it works for me? And I don't think of online dating as my, you know, wedding ceremony. Right. That's what a lot of single people think. I go online, boom, it's just going to, you know, magically that, you, you know, the, the, that magic person is going to appear. Next thing I know, in a month, two months, I'm, you know, in my wedding dress. Online dating is just a means to an end, not at the end. It's kind of like, it's just as crazy as saying, I'm going to go to a party and then I'm going to meet my man, like, right, because it's a party or a social event, the guys that I'm going to be meeting as, you know, singles like to call it organically, um, is, is going to be, you know, um, uh, just, they're going to be their husbands or their wives. That's not the case. So online dating is the same thing. It's just an online party. Really good point. Really good point. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay. Um, let me just like, I'm going to segue over for a second just to my people who, okay. For anybody who is single, you got to keep listening because we're going to keep, we're going to go back to this. And for anybody who's on here, who's listening, who knows single friends, they got to introduce them to Raika. But in the meantime, so tell us like you, you've been in kind of close quarters um, you're in San Francisco, right? So mm-hmm. you guys have been, when we're recording this, I mean, you've been in close quarters for close to six months. Is it been no, that long? Uh, not six. I mean, it feels like six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. We're going to tell them how to make this wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay. So let's see. We have been exactly since March 18th. That's okay. when we went into lockdown. And now not only we're in lockdown, but we're also in like, you know, this political lockdown. So we have both coming, you know, the, the, um, curfew and the lockdown. So, uh, because of the, um, you know, uprising in the, in, uh, with our black and, um, uh, black uh, brothers and sisters who are hurting badly right now. So yes, so that has been going on. So I would say what three, is it three months almost? Yeah, been- yeah. I didn't yep. realize you guys are in curfew too. So yes. tell me, what are the tricks? Like, I mean, not everybody's going back to work right now um, at all, actually. And not Some everybody's people- going to go back to work forever. If right. you've heard yes. about it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I might be living with one of those. Um, oh. so, so tell us. <laughs> I might not. I might be talking I about I hope that. our partners are not <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, no. I'm not sure if we're going to even be able to air this. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
All right. All right. It's straight. Hey, we're keeping straight. it real. We're keeping it real, right? <laughs> like this is what is going on. It's real. But then, but then let's figure out how to deal with it. Right. So what right? are people going to do? Like, I mean, what are some of the, what are some of the things that you're telling your couples about mm-hmm. just like, you know, relationship de-stressing? Yeah, I think one of the most important things that I tell my ladies, because I have a lot of, you know, our program is a year round program. And it is specifically that way, because we have women who actually find a relationship, get in a relationship, and then and then I always tell them, be careful what you wish for. So then, you know, you know what happens because it, it at new level, new devil, right? Right. So a lot of them are experiencing this whole being Ooh. in the same place with their man. In so a new relationship. In a new relationship. Harder, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I myself am, you know, with my life partner and we have been, you know, locked uh, in the same place. So I get it. So w- w- the first important thing is to have those compassionate yet fierce conversations where you set boundaries lovingly not like this is my line get out you know from here to here of the apartment is mine not nothing like that but really understanding that when we do this it it is healthy for our relationship it is good for me and it is good for you so therefore we actually have something to come to at the end of the day to look forward to, which is that time where you and I spend time with each other, you know, whatever, you know, watching a movie, having dinner, whatever it is, right? So Tim and I have are very clear about that because I my office is uh, open door and it's uh, this little area by the kitchen, which he needs to come, you know, come and go so he can get food and he can feed himself and feed me potentially most of the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then his room is, you know, we live in one of these flats in San Francisco. Luckily it's, it's long, but narrow. So he lives on the other side. I mean, not lives, but <laughs> practically <laughs> in, in his room where, you know, when his room is closed, I know I need to like knock and ask, is it okay for me to come in? Even though my closet is in that room and he comes to the kitchen. It's like, you know, we have these cross things, but we're very clear that when I'm working, even though I don't have a door, just because you are on a break doesn't mean I am on a break. And that we have made that very clear. So don't get upset if I'm short with you or if I'm working. And likewise, I cannot just like walk in, march in and, you know, want to start to talk about what, what's going on in my day or if I had a bad day or a good day or anything. And I need to ask for permission, just like we would do in an office. Let's say we have an open space office. We wouldn't just like walk walk to our friends, you know, or colleagues desk. It's the same thing. We have a boundary. It's the same thing here. Right. So, so creating healthy boundaries yeah. Um, especially if you're both working. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yep. And then what about what, what else? I mean, are you guys able to go out and exercise? Do, can you do that right now? I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, what, yes, what, yeah. we could. Okay. We could go out. I mean, um, you know, I mean, we, we stay away from parks because unfortunately people 
you know, people are, don't get me started. Okay. Uh, There's a lot anyway. of people there. <laughs> yes. Like there people, you go. Especially when the weather is, you know, because in San Francisco, the weather is not normal. It's like London a lot of right. times, right? right? So especially when the sun is out, like these days, there are people out. And especially because we have the curfew, um, people are out, you know, they're by the water. They're in, you know, like you see a lot more people, even on working days. Like I was going to do grocery shopping yesterday during the day. And I saw that, wow, I normally didn't see this, you know, like people walking and exercising during the day on weekdays. So there's a lot more that we just stay away from that. We keep our, but him and I don't have to keep our distance so we can walk together or, you know. So you do things together. Um, What are some other things you can tell people that might help? Like what if people are starting to get like a little too stressed being together a lot? Again, see, it, it, it is so simple. It goes back to the, those fierce, compassionate conversations. Communication is one of the most important pillars of a relationship. Like, you cannot have a communication, you cannot have a relationship. You cannot, it's impossible to have, I mean, well, you can, but you can have an effective, loving, fulfilling relationship without that communication. And right now, you know, if you have the trust and, you know, um, the integrity part, loyalty part, which is one pillar, the communication part is so important because um, keeping it to yourself only makes you resent your partner more. And it's kind of like taking him to court or taking her to court without them even knowing that they're sitting in the court being, you know, um, exercised for something that they don't even know. Right. Right. So I think it's really important to say, you know, um, like, and I will tell you why I know this. It's not just because Tim and I have been locked down for three months. He's a contractor. So many, many, many times we are in the house together, you know? So this is not just like me talking out of my experience in the past three months. I'm talking about eight years of doing that. So it is so important that we have the conversation that says, you know, I really need time with my girlfriends. I really need time to read. I, I, I'm not up for watching a movie tonight because I need me time. Mm-hmm. And me time means break a time. So you were asking, <clears throat> do we exercise together? We actually don't because my walk time is the time where I really want to listen to a podcast mm-hmm. or listen to music that I want. You know, it's like, it's, it's my time. It's right. my time for Raika. Oh, that's nice. Like, that's nice. And you've, you're clear and you know it and you yes. don't have to. Yeah. Tip-toe. I mean, I know that like we, once a week I'll say, okay, I want to go for a long bike ride together. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, yeah, my yeah. exercise time is my exercise time. Yeah. yeah. It's my time. And he asks me, you know, he's like, do you want to go walk together? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't, but you know, that doesn't mean we don't love each other. That right. means we're doing this so that we can stay in love for a long, we're basically giving ourselves more duration and more longevity in the relationship rather than um, just um, doing something because we want to please the other person. But that said, the way in which the communication takes place is gold. 
And I'm happy to share some, you know, sure. solutions. Yeah, so, so for example, you know, it's like, you know, um, so I would say, hey, you know, Tim, it's, it's important for me to have some time because when I don't have that, I feel like I'm not able to show up in my best energy around you. And I don't think that's fair to you because uh, if I show up as angry or resentful or quiet or, you know, just like not being my, my mm, better version, not like empowered or inspired, but like just my better kind my kind version, my loving version. If I cannot show up like that, that's not good for you. That's not good for me because eventually that's, that's going to, that's going to increase the gap between us emotionally, intimately, which then a relationship without intimacy is there's no relationship. I mean, no romantic relationship without intimacy. And it really does take its toll. So, he gets it. I mean, we're both, in our case, we are very independent, sometimes too independent. And we actually have to be mindful to get together because we can be apart very easily. However, when that goes on for a while, we can see that, uh-oh, uh-oh, it's time to, it's time to create connection. It's time. So we have the opposite where we need to communicate about that. But the whole exercise thing has happened many times. And I, I, I first felt guilty. I was like, I don't want to, you know, I want him to ask me to go out and do things with him. But then I was like, you know, that, that's really my time to, that's the only time I get to listen, you know, or he knows when I'm washing dishes to not talk to me because that's the only time I get to listen to my trainings right. for me to educate myself. So I, I cannot be talking to you when you're cooking and I'm washing dishes because that is my little window of time that I get to listen, you know, because we wash our dishes manually. We don't have a dishwasher in our old home in San Francisco. So <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a gift. So in its own way. So does, does that make sense? Is that, does. does that help? It does. And you talked about like, you talked about a couple of pillars, what are, what are some of the other pillars that, like, I'm assuming these are pillars in your business when you work with clients? Uh, you mean pillars that I teach them? I, well, I, you, you would just use the comment pillars that, you know, this is a pillar. In a relationship? In, yeah, in relationships. Yes. So what yes. are some of the other pillars that you work with? Well, understanding each other. So communication is one thing to be able to speak and women love to speak. I know our male audience is like, yes, say it to them, say it to them. <laughs> women <laughs> love to speak. And I think that it will be, and, and here's the thing I understand. And I want to talk about like open a little parenthesis. I understand that women have for, you know, many, 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 many years been taught to be silenced. So I understand that we, when we talk, we might not necessarily say what we want to say, right? But we are, we love to talk. That's what we do with our girlfriends. We talk, right? So I'm not saying necessarily you're expressing yourself uh, during the talking time, but it, I think part of another pillar is the understanding, which comes from listening, and I call it intuitive listening because intuitive listening is a 
big pillar of a relationship because a lot of times, you know, we have learned to, you know, take care of ourselves, watch out for ourselves, that kind of stuff. But when you're in a romantic relationship, it's no longer just about you. It's about the, the proverbial us, right? As a team. So one of the things that I tell my clients is, yes, definitely we need to learn how for you, for you to set boundaries and, and ask, your, ask for your needs to be met in a compassionate way. However, that intuitive listening, which is the higher, I call it the irresistible way of listening rather than just subjective or objective listening, which is just on the surface, right? Like really being there in that space with your partner and hearing him without needing to have your bucks and gloves up, without needing for you to protect yourself and really come from that place of compassion. Because when you do that, your relationship is going to go to a whole different level. Because if you know how to set boundaries and ask for your needs to be met, and if you can really hear him, really hear him, can you imagine what amazing magic can come out of that? Uh, that's beautiful. Right. And then the next pillar is obviously the, you know, I call it the responsibility pillar towards the relationship. So it's like the relationship responsibility towards, you know, the way we show up as loyal in integrity, you know, our words and actions matching trust, you know, all the uh, moral part of the relationship. And again, this is for relationships that don't want to have an open relationship. I know there are a bajillion different ways, which goes back to the communication and the listening. All these three, <laughs> these are the three pillars that I teach. Okay. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> they make so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next in your world? I mean, things are going to change. Are you... So um, are you going to be traveling again? Are you going to be singing? Tell us a little bit about your operas. Oh, boy. Opera is on hold. You know, as yeah. I don't know if you've heard, opera is on hold completely because um, we can't perform in public right now. So my, my gigs, as we call it in, in, in our world, my concerts, my performances have all been canceled, uh, which is fine because I... Um, I, I am in love with what I do with dating with confidence. I mean, I'm nice. like, it's like, there's Tim, there's my family, and then there's dating with confidence. And I, and I really love, these are all, these are my, this, these are the things I love. Uh, and I, and uh, so I am, I'm not, you know, um, maybe if it was me about five years ago, I would, you know, um, uh, be you know get my panties up on a bunch and be all like <laughs> upset about it but right now i've learned through you know the the skills that you and i both work on uh, on a daily basis to empower ourselves that life happens i can't i can't fight with what life gives me like i cannot I, who would have expected for covid to happen and then who would have expected for this situation you know with uprising happen like who would have expected these things but it happens right and we can't stop that from happening we can prevent it we can take cautious measures but generally life happens like and and my motto my philosophy and this is what i tell my clients is you can't control the outside but you can control the inside right 
right? So focus on what you can control. So I'm not really upset about the whole opera thing. Um, I'm looking at it as, a, as an opportunity to really grow dating with confidence. Um, but I do have plans of like, I've thought about doing like a rooftop concert, you know, on our rooftop. Oh, you have to invite all of us. You have yes. to let me know so I of can invite course. the audience because you guys, you guys have not heard her sing, but like I was privy one night to an impromptu concert and it was amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. So that, and you know, I mean, right now, given, given the current uh, human, um, you know, uh, climate that's happening in our human family, I am unbelievably, um, like I'm taking 100% responsibility for my white privilege and my ignorance around it and uh, understanding that uh, how much I need to learn, how much I need to be humble and how much I want to uh, reform our program, Irresistible Woman, and how much gap there was in there. So I'm really, I'm, I'm doing that, the, the pillars that I talked about, right? I wasn't doing the listening I was not doing the listening. So I am doing the listening right now and learning and hearing from our, um, you know, uh, uh, people of color, black members in the group and learning how to show up better as a leader in the group. And um, what, what do I need to bring in? So that's really, I am really excited about that. And I'm excited to have these conversations with Tim because I feel like, you know, when, I mean, when you're home for as long as we've been, what are you going to talk about? After a while, you have nothing to talk about. <laughs> so, you know, I just, you know, we bring up these things, you know, we talk about these things and it's something um, that we're both learning and we both love to learn. So we talk about it, you know, over dinner or when we're watching, you know, we, we just watched like uh, some documentaries together uh, learning, you know, uh, uh, about um, about what this is going on with, the, with this situation, or we just I just learned about um, who's the guy who did the children's program, um, who's very famous, who just who passed away um, in two thousand and three. There, there was a movie with Tom Hanks that came out with him. Um, You're asking uh, the wrong, Mister Rogers, Mister Rogers, oh, Mister Rogers. Yes, you know, I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Iran. So right. I didn't know about Mr. Rogers. I knew right. about Sesame Street, but I didn't know about <laughs> Mr. Rogers. So I was very interested in, uh, you know, Tim introduced him to me just a couple nights or a few nights ago when he was like, I really want to watch this movie with you. And, you know, and then we watched some documentaries and I love doing those kind of stuff because it kind of gives us, you know, some cool stuff to do during, during this time of lockdown and, you know, not just our routine. Changing up, I guess that's what I want to tell your, your audience, like, like change up the routine, you know, like you can have a date night, but your date night could be like, Hey, why don't we dress up, you know, and have a um, candlelight dinner and you surprise me. I mean, you can buy flowers and like put flower petals in the kitchen. Yeah. I mean, it could be, it doesn't have to be at a fancy restaurant Um, or you can have a picnic in the park and, and just go separately and imagine that you're going on a date. Right. I mean, there's so many cool things you can, or sometimes Tim and I do like this whole, like, um, texting on, you know, we have, uh, we have this Google hangout, Google chat that we do. So we just go and like, Hey, you know, would you like to want to do tonight? We'd like totally (laughs) play with it. We just get playful with each other because 
you gotta be, you know, you, you can't focus, you can, fo- you, you can focus on what you don't have, or you can focus on creating what you can have. And what's so cool about the pandemic is, I, I would never think that I would say those two words in the same sentence, cool and pandemic. But what's so cool about it is that we've never experienced this. So, so therefore you've never experienced this kind of connection with your partner right? So it's a first. It's true. It's true. And that's like basically back to where we started. And you know what? I know that everyone can hear what a big heart you have. Like, Mm. this is the reason that I love this woman so much. Like her heart is just so big. And, um, and I learn, I learn from you every time we talk. Likewise, Kelly, I love you you and your heart. Like we were kind of like, boom, like, and we were roommates when we did yeah. the mastermind, when we had a That's mastermind right. together. And That's right. What a gift to be roommates with you. I got to know you. Yeah, that was fun. That was super fun. Like we, we show up and nobody even knows each other and we end up with mm-hmm. this fabulous, fabulous mm-hmm. close friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, you do have, I know you've got like uh, something that you want to give to the people, like a download. Yes. Or, oh, yeah. Tell me a little yeah, bit yeah, about yeah. that. And I know you've got to, got to jump off, even though I don't want to let you. But um, <laughs> so tell me just a little bit about that, and then we can wrap up. Sure. Um, so for the single ladies, like I'm a dating and empowerment coach for single women, um, single professional women who want to find love with um, a man at their level without compromising their career and adding to the beautiful life that they have already created. And of course, you know, once people get in our program, then they stay on for years and years because they'd like to go through their relationship, navigate the relationship through it. But we kind of start from the beginning. And uh, one of the things that I struggled a lot, you know, like one who does dating coaching is one who failed at it many, 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 many years, <laughs> like 12 in my case. So, <laughs> right. So, um, so I, uh, and I don't want to say I failed. I, I you learned just, a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot. Exactly. Because <laughs> mistakes make us smart. So, um, I, I created one of the things that I struggled a lot was reading uh, behaviors and characteristics of the men that I was dating. And here's the thing with the women, with the men who are listening to this, I don't want you to go download this, but I just want to say, because probably you're going to be like, this is all about women um, dating, but it is kind of the same, you know, men get, I don't want to say like women are victims to this men get stuck with the wrong woman because I do have private clients who are male clients and um, they, they, they say the same thing. As women, we're not sure. different. So we one are. of the things that for me was really important to learn, it was the first thing that I started learning, uh, besides working on myself, which is a given, um, was how do I read men? How do I know which one when they say something? Because it sounds right and it looks right, right? But then three months later, two months later, four weeks later, it's like completely the different, a different thing. Right. So I'm, I teach them in, uh, in this, you know, um, digital download, you would learn to, um, how to read different characteristics, 
without judging men. Just because a man likes to be on the field and play around doesn't mean he's a bad person. It means he doesn't have the intention to get in a relationship. Or just because right. a man is quality casual, he has the right job, he has the you know right attire, the right family, but he doesn't want to get into a committed relationship doesn't make him a jerk. It makes him a man who doesn't want to commit. So stop bashing men and learn how to read the signs because that's your responsibility, not the man's responsibility. Most of the time men are talking to us and they're telling us what they want, but we don't listen. We are listening to the idea that we want them to be. Right? right so we have four categories in this handout you're going to learn about um the four categories in the dating scene not like four categories of men you know universally but right. four categories for on the dating apps you know in the dating um field and you will know what is the one category that's relationship ready and how to actually figure that out with men the three steps you need to take to learn about those categories so that you don't ever get stuck in relationship after a relationship after a relationship with the same kind of men just different kind of faces and bodies and names kind of like I did with 11 men so don't do what I did <laughs> forward 11 you know 11 right. men in 12 years <laughs> go get this, go get this download and 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 save your save your time save your sanity right yes <laughs> yes okay we'll definitely link to it in the show notes and um Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and for chatting. And I hope everybody listening enjoyed listening to us just crack up because (laughs) (laughs) I hope so too. (laughs) Well, have a wonderful evening. And once again, thank you for being here, Rika. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. My pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. This tells me you're a finisher. Someone in the top 1% and the kind of person I love hanging around with. If you found value in this podcast, chances are your friends will too. And I would be so grateful if you could share it. And if there's anything I can do to support you, or if you have a question, drop me an email at kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at fitisfreedom.com. I might even use your question on a future episode, anonymously, of course. Thank you again so much for tuning in. And by the way, if you want to be kept in the loop on bonus episodes, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.